0: Hey, yo, this is uh, Last Dragon Radio, episode one, series one, and I'm your host, Bruce Leroy, man. It's been a long time coming this thing right here, man. I appreciate y'all for rocking with your boy, being patient. I know it's it's been a process, and I know you guys have been waiting patiently, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the love I've been getting, and the support has been amazing, and I thank you guys, because you guys are really pushing me and motivating me to do this thing, man. Before... Honestly, I was doing this thing, I was doing this thing for myself, but now I feel like I'm doing this thing for all of us, like, it's just, it's it's been a really amazing experience and a wonderful, just like being here recording this right now, it's just, I already feel like I made it, and I'm just getting started, so it's, it's a beautiful thing, but, uh, just, just continue to bear with me and understand it's a process, and this thing ain't gonna happen overnight, pretty sure y'all know that though, but, uh. Um, let's get into it, man. Uh, I just want to start this episode off a little different. Um, cause here recently we had the passing of, uh, the late great Nipsey Hussle. And, uh, also my cousin Pooh passed, uh, about two weeks ago. And, um, I just want to honor them too, man. I just want to, uh, dedicate this episode to them too. Um, just, I feel like that's the least I could do to pay my respects. And, uh, also just, uh, use that situation to shed light on just senseless gun violence, man, in the community and what we can do to educate our communities on when you get in those situations on realizing, hey, that's my brother on the other on the other side of that barrel. And uh, he may not potentially be able to go home to his family if I make the wrong decision. So just keep that in mind, man. And just moving forward, um, I just want to drive home a point that uh, J. Cole made at his Dreamville Fest of, Giving flowers to those, the ones you love and the ones you appreciate and the ones you cherish before they leave this earth. And uh, I just want to start this episode out with uh, giving out three flowers. Um, I, I'm i not making any promises of doing this in the future, but I felt that it was also needed to give out these flowers to start this episode off. So uh, just to get into it, man. First up, you know them, you love them. Bosh, man. Everything you've done from the drip extra saucy. Um your attention to detail in your photos. Uh the skits, hella crazy. I'm always dying after the after the next one and the next one and the next one. But uh shout out to you, brother. Keep doing your thing. Um next up we got uh the young queen, Tia Corinne. Um Lotto Crazy Smash Hit. Uh just when you hear people say um Bro, I'm getting tired of them playing that lotto song on the radio. Like, bro, no cap. You already made it, sweetheart. Like, you can stop right now and you be on top. Like, but yeah, shout out to you. Keep doing your thing. It's been amazing to watch your growth. And last but not not least, uh, Whitney, Snooty Judy. Man, what can I not say about Snooty Judy? Like, from your events, from you creating platforms for other people to showcase their talent and their art. Um sneaker ball, crazy. The one in Charlotte. I didn't I'm I didn't get the 10 to one in Winston. I wish I would have, but I killed that one in Charlotte if y'all ain't see. But um yeah man, shout out to you baby girl. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh things you do in the community are amazing. Um keep uh keep shining, man. All y'all keep shining. That's nothing but black excellence. And I I am proud to say that they're from my city Trefo. stand up. Um but yeah man uh I just want to uh go back to Dreamville Fest. Um Dreamville Fest was amazing. Um incredible incredible environment. Um it's a difference when you hear 40,000 and see 40,000. Man it was crazy. It was nuts, but the performances were amazing. People were amazing. Um uh Ari Lennox. Oh my god. Just cuz where we were sitting at where we were, and well Ain't no sitting because you sitting, you sitting in mud. If you were there, you already know what I'm talking about. But uh, when we were standing there, we were standing close to the VIP, and she just so happened to come over there to do her interview. And it was amazing just to be able to feel her vibe and feel her aura and just be able to feel her energy, man. It was like, it was crazy. Like, she's so humble, so down to earth. Uh, who else was amazing? Uh, earth Gang. God, they killed. Um, Jed. snapped. Uh, didn't get to see Boss because i am i like i was telling people man that was that was going to be a thing like that choose wisely choose wisely thing that he was saying that he was using on KLD like he made he literally made us choose wisely out there man like it was two stages one on opposite they, and they were both on opposite sides of the uh of the fest uh they had the rise stage and the and the shine stage and uh I think the shine stage is where Cole was and we figured it out from the jump. Like, if you wanna see him, you're gonna have to stay on his side because you might be able to weasel through the cracks with twenty people, twenty thousand people in there, but when that once that whole 40 got in there, bro, you were elbow to elbow, like it wasn't none of that. Like people from Massachusetts, we didn't even know, drove drove fourteen hours just to come see Cole. That was crazy. Like, just the environment was amazing. Um, Rap City, amazing. We actually got to catch her, like, she we were we were walking in, actually, right before she was about to go on, so we got to see her um, ninth. He was there. He DJ her whole set. It was incredible. Her tribute to Nipsey. Everybody's tribute to Nipsey that night was amazing. 21s. From 21s to Nelly the Coles to fucking Jen, Tiana Taylor, amazing. Oh, my God. Um, who else? Speaking of Nelly, he turned that bitch into Nellyville for, like, his whole, like, whole set had me out there singing them all that songs uh who else man I don't want to forget nobody uh couldn't see Big Sean I'm kind of I feel some type of way about that but uh, that's why I'm getting the VIP tickets next year so I can see everybody no cap and plus I ain't built for that standing up shit that's the thing about a festival man if you've never been that's my first time getting a taste of what the festival shit was like and I read some blogs and got some advice but nothing can prepare you for what that is like we didn't even attend the whole 10 now I think it was like 10 hours but it carried over because a situation happened with a girl getting lost so they had to postpone a couple of the um the uh performances but uh yeah man the whole thing rocked out like everybody rocked out um I ain't even going to shade Kaz because he forgot some of his words and that nigga forgot a lot of words no no cap he forgot a lot of words like he was asking people to help him out sing his shit it was crazy but uh, other than that, man, like it was, it was live, man. Cole came out, brung Meek Mill out. It was that was crazy. I didn't even know it was Meek until I heard the, the song drop. I was like, hey, that's, that's, that's Meek. Like whole live, like wasn't expected. But um, uh, cause they they threw us for a loop. Um, if you there, if you was there, you know, like they was playing hella Kendrick shit before Cole even even went on. So people was thinking he was gonna bring bring Kendrick out and when Meek Mill showed up and he he came out. That was that was nuts. Like. Was uh definitely worth the money. And I honestly I would have paid more. I do wish you could have gotten there early just to come just to catch some of the earlier performances like Loot, Omen, uh King Mez. And uh if you don't know about those guys, go check them out. Um just to uh touch on uh King Mez for a second, man, just for him to be able to blaze that stage was a blessing just because he's from Raleigh. He's he was actually from um from right around the block where the uh, fest was held, and um, just a just uh, for Cole to allow him to have that moment to be on that stage in front of his uh friends and family was a uh, was probably amazing experience for that kid, man, and um a uh, big moment for him in his career, for him in his career. Um, if you don't know about King Mez, man, he's um he's written for some of your uh, favorite artists and um directed and uh produced. For some of your um favorite artists. Um I wanna say, if I'm not mistaken, that he um he uh directed uh J. Cole's Middle Child, which is uh big. Um that whole visual was all him, man. So uh shout out that kid, man. Um it, it's just amazing for um him to be able to have that moment on that stage, man. It's a big ups to Cole for allowing him to have that moment. And um to be honest with you, man, I wouldn't be surprised if some artists from our city have their moment on that stage, man. Just to shout out some of the artists like Tia Corin and uh, um, Daryl Ellis and CJ The Juice. For them to ha- be able to have that moment on that stage would be big for the city and a good look. So, man, I wouldn't be surprised to see them on that stage in a couple of years if they if they, they want to do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, uh, the fest was lit. It was crazy. And uh, you can stream that now on Tidal. Um, if you have Title, if you don't, go get Title. Um the Dreamville Fest is streaming live on there. You can catch uh, all the major performances that happened that day. And uh yeah, man, go get that. But the message was clear that night, man. Uh just love yours. Just like with every J. Cole um uh performance and concert that he does, he just pushes home that love yours. And I feel like that's a big a big topic right now, especially in the um community with the passing of the late great Nipsey Hussle, man. We just have to spread more love than hate. And um, I really just want to push that this episode, man. But we're gonna get into that a little bit later in this episode. Right now, I just want to shift lanes. We're gonna stay on music tip. So uh as far as this week's drops, um, this week's new wave. Uh, and we got a big accomplishment for you for your boy Nas, man. Um this week's drops we have Beyonce her uh, lim- uh her live album dropped uh her documentary dropped for uh, on Netflix. Um the album was crazy, super dope. Uh Netflix uh special super super dope, man. Shout out to them for dropping that bag. I think they from what I heard they dropped like somewhere around 20 million uh for that exclusive documentary. Man, the documentary was crazy, man. Just her love and uh for HBCUs and just the man the black excellence that was, uh, portrayed in that, um, that was displayed on that, uh, on that documentary was amazing, man. Amazing to watch. I was low key envious that I didn't, um, go to a HBCU. I didn't go to college period, by the way. Um, but yeah, man, I was just a little bit envious of the, the love and the, the brotherhood and the the, just the, the, the bond that they shared, um, on that documentary, man. But I just want to say this, like, I don't feel like we should rely on HBCUs to to get that type of experience and to get that type of brotherhood and to just for that bondage, man. I just feel like we need to do better in our communities to form forming those bonds and just getting closer to each other for the next generation and the future for our kids, man. We just got to come, come a little, come a little closer slowly, but surely just let's make that progress and let's make that happen, man. Yeah, but uh, the documentary was was really, really good. Um, also, uh, Jaden Smith dropped the, uh EP that was really, really good. Uh, go check for it if you hadn't heard it. Uh, Nas, 25 years Illmatic, man. Uh, that is amazing. Um, that is incredible. Uh, you, just your run in general has been amazing to watch, and you are in my Mount Rushmore, in my top five that are alive for sure, man. Keep doing your thing. Salute you, brother um this week's wave goes to uh none other kid from my city uh apex 3400 i found out about this kid through a mutual friend and ever since then i've been a big fan uh he has a project out right now called nocturnal he has a couple features on there one feature from um tia corinne super 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 dope uh also he's he just recently um him and his team had an event um the 3400 fest I'm looking forward to the next one because I wasn't able to the, to attend this one. But from the looks of things, it was a great turnout. Salute that man um, on his journey and everything that he is going to be able to accomplish and everything he's accomplished so far. But yeah, man, go check that kid out again. His name is Apex3400. Um, he is our way for this uh, week's episode and... Yeah, man. Blessings to that kid. And uh, right there, we just want to wrap up this um, episode's proportion of uh, music. Uh, there's everything that we um, wanted to talk about music-wise for this episode. So, now we're in the shift lanes again. We on to the NBA playoffs, baby. Round one is almost in the books. And I must say, it has been somewhat of an interesting uh, round one. Um, usually, it's... Uh, I mean, honestly, it's still been a little boring with uh, most of the series. But... Here we have it. Golden State is still playing. Um a shocker to I'm pretty sure everyone. I didn't see um uh Pat Bev and and, and Lou Will and them really been able to compete with uh KD and them boys, man, honestly. Uh but they still hanging with the Warriors, man. I I am I'm, I'm proud of uh uh the Clippers, man. Even being a Laker fan, I, I mean I understand like, yeah, we ain't there. Uh, but it's cool, man. Like the Clippers, really hooping right now. I can't. I can't even be mad. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, they really hanging tough with the Warriors, and uh, yeah. So just um, wrapping up um, the first uh, couple of series in this first round, man. Um, Boston did what they were supposed to do. Toronto did what they were supposed to do. Um, the Bucks did what they were supposed to do. Uh, the Rockets. I mean, bro. Like, we all knew those teams would uh more than likely move on, but um, yeah, d- uh, another series that's still going on: Spurs and Nuggets. Um, not surprised that that's still going on. I mean, I didn't really know who would come out of that series, and I, I'm still not really sure. But um, yeah, man. It's I mean, it's it's a good series. No, it's a good series nonetheless. Kinda boring, but at the same time, like. I mean, it's good. It's good basketball, though. Um, shout out to Dame. Um, it's really been Dame time for them, uh, for them boys in um, in Portland. Like the man has been killing this whole series. Uh, I honestly would have liked that, like to see that series go a little bit further than it did. But um, yeah, man. I mean, at the same time, like, uh, better look to the Thunder next year, man. I mean, I hope that they can come back with a different energy and like get over that slump. I mean, I know it's been. Shit, since KD's left, they haven't won a, a role game in the playoff since. I mean, at the same time, do I get why? Yeah, I mean, am I surprised? No, but hey, at the same time, Portland they they played they played a really good a really a really good game. Like the like every every game in that series, they they played well. Even that one game that they lost, they still played well. So I mean, I'm not surprised that they were able to um uh take take that series in 5. Uh yeah man, so I'm really just um uh ready to get on to that next round and um with this one i all, all almost being um over. I'm really looking forward to that next round. We'll be able to get the the Bucks and the Celtics. Really excited for that one. Um seeing that the Warriors are able to um conquer in in this series that they're playing right now, we'll get them in the Rockets. Really looking forward to that one also. Um uh uh Toronto Sixers that's going to be a good win. Um Portland and they 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 get the winner of uh Spurs Denver. I don't really know how that one's going to play out. Just depending on who who um who wins this next game between um uh Denver and um Spurs. But yeah, man, um that next round is going to be really exciting. I can guarantee it'll be way better than this first one. Um yeah. And uh that's pretty much all I have for the first round. Um but I will give you my uh my my prediction on as far as like who will win um MVP of the season and rookie of the year. I will say between uh, the MVP, uh, we all know it's between uh Harden and Giannis. Um they they both really really uh good at what they do. Um James, uh, he's perfected that step back to it's like, man, he's got it down to a science to the point where in a series between them and the Jazz, Rookie Rubio was playing defense from behind and, like, literally, like, standing behind James Harden so he couldn't step back. So he was just giving him the lane, which was like, the shit was blowing my mind. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, okay, I I mean, we've tried everything at this point to try to stop the step back. I, I mean, I let's just see if it works. And he got torched. So, it, I mean, when it when it comes down to that step back, man, it's like you just have to do do the best you can. But at the same time, the officials got to do a better job at, at calling that shit, man. It's like you can't allow this man to create space for the step back. Like he's stepping back twice. Like what do you what do you call that? It's like to the point now where I'm like, is it a walk? Is it a carry? Is it is it legal? Is it I don't I don't know. It's it's starting to look fair at this point. Like the, I and I can't hate him, man. I mean the, the nigga's saucy bro. Like, he, like he's been killing shit. So, but at the same time, like Giannis on the other hand, this man dominates both sides of the ball. Like. You can't take that away from him. the only thing he doesn't do is shoot and I can't even say he doesn't even do that well he just doesn't do it at all. It's just like if it ain't broke, don't break it like you, you, there's no need to fix some shit that isn't that doesn't need to be fixed like and and when he does get comfortable and have the confidence to knock down that jumper, just imagine the type of player he's gonna be. Oh my god, imagine the league with the with a player of his caliber to be able to shoot the ball. at Two. That's I mean that, and that's that's coming. I'm just I'm warning you now. It's like it's it's only a matter of time before he gets comfortable with shooting that shit. Like so so don't don't be surprised if you don't see Giannis shooting that shit by next year, honestly. But yeah, man, but between the two, I honestly gotta say I'm I'm gonna rock with Giannis on, on as far as the MVP, man, just because the the way just the type of player he is for his team. Not to say that James isn't like like, super outstanding for his team, but Giannis just brings the, that slight edge because the way that he plays and the, how unselfish he is. Not saying James is selfish, but just if you, when you look at James' play, when you look at the, his style of play and the way he plays, um, he, he scores the majority of his points off of him creating, not, like, allowing his team to create, create um, opportunities for him. He does a lot of creating for his team, but at the same time, like, Giannis... Uh, it, he gets involved into his team's offense, defense, everything without the ball. He moves without the ball, rebounds, tip, tipping out to his, uh, his uh, wing players. Like, man, I mean, you can't, you can't teach that. That is like a, a, the motor that he has is crazy. So that's why I would give that slight edge to Giannis, and that's, that's who would get my MVP vote. Now, when it comes down to the rookie of the year, it's between Trey and Luca. And just right off the back, man, I just wanna say, um, this race has become a lot closer here down the later um part of the season. Um with that being said, earlier in the season Luca his whole play well throughout the whole season, his whole play has been outstanding, man, um when it comes to rookies and um with him being considered the rookie of the year so early, even before like the draft, um you had different analysts saying that he could be potentially the rookie of the year off the rip without even seeing him play a single minute in the NBA. So that's that's huge, just coming off the rip, coming off the rip and without a lot of uh, people being able to even see him play and for his name to be spoke of that highly is uh, a big um, accomplishment, I would say, just um, early on, man. And he's proven it very, very well throughout the season. Um, and then on the other hand, Trey – he wasn't. He wasn't scouted to be a top athlete, and he still isn't a top top athlete as far as even the rookies go. But his play has really um, reached a, uh, a high level coming down the later part of the season, and that's why that race has become a a lot closer. But like I said, man, that games are really 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 close as far as the way you would compare them. Just being that um, Luca's. Pretty ball dominant, and so is Trey. And they both pass the ball, pass the ball very well, and they both shoot it very well. And they both are willing to take those big shots. Now Trey's weren't falling early in the season, but he's got them to go as far as the later part of the season goes. So that's why that that race is really really close right now. But I'm probably gonna give that edge to Luca just because he's been able to dominate the whole season and not just that later part. But I can't really take anything away from Trey. You know, most most rookies need that that first part of the season to to kind of like figure it out and make that adjustment to the next level. When you have Luca, who's been playing professional basketball since he was like sixteen, seventeen. I'm not exactly sure, but he's been hooping with grown men since he's he, since he was um, around that age. So that kind of gives him that edge, even though he's he wasn't really playing with the level of talent in the NBA. But just when you're able to. Be out, be out there and play with guys that are a lot older. You you're able to learn the game, uh, in a different way and and see how it's played from a um a more mature level. So that kind of gave him an edge coming in. And you can see it from, from off the rip from the first couple of games. He was man, he was breaking breaking records amongst rookies and just making the the race not even look like a race. But Trey's really turned it up here in the second um throughout the second part of the uh season. And it's been amazing to watch just those two been able to uh compete at the level of, the levels that they have and God willing they both stay healthy and um keep putting on shows that they uh they grow with their careers. So with that being said, I'm probably gonna give that edge to Luca just off the strength, man. And and it, it probably wouldn't even be um shocking if Luca gets it, just because they were so high in praising him um earlier in the season. And, but that's taking nothing away with Trey, nothing away from Trey. If he, if Trey gets it, uh, man, that would, that would be huge for him as well. So, um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to see how that plays out and who they actually decide to give it to. But, uh, yeah, Luca would get my, my vote and right there, man, I just want to wrap up, uh, our sports segment for this episode and we're off to the second round, man. We'll get to the second round in that next episode. So with that being said, Right now, I just want to go back to something that I was talking about earlier in the show. And J. Cole makes it his his obligation and his duty, ever since he dropped Love Yours, to play that at every single show, I'm pretty sure. If not, I'm pretty sure he wants to play. It might not fit the, the billfold or the 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 level of show or whatever. But, man, every time he performs that record, it just hits home for a lot of people, I'm sure. And with uh, the passing of Nipsey Hussle here lately, um, I'm pretty sure it's been hitting home for a lot of people. And I just want to touch on that, man, for just throughout the, the rest of the show. I just want to stay on that topic, Love Yours, because that has to be a big point that we're driving home. Like, from this point on, this point forward, moving forward, just, man, like, it's just even now, man, like, here lately, not even here lately, but just just in general, man, like, we We, as a people, have been spreading way too much hate, throwing way too much shade, just dimming lights instead of light giving like lighting people's candle and just trying to like give people love instead of like i mean give people hate instead of love and man like if there hasn't ever been a time to where you just said, "Fuck all the bullshit, and I'm gonna put my pride to the side, even with people that You've had a grudge against for years, and just like bro, just for you to like to be able, it would be so big, for, big of you as a person if you were able to, able to just say fuck it. Like right now, in the middle of this podcast, say fuck it. Call somebody that you've been beefing with, or you've been like you haven't really seen eye to eye. Y'all had an argument. Y'all fell out. Best friend, cousin, brother, sister, co coworker, anybody, man, and you just said, oh no, I ain't never fucking with them again. And for you to just call them, or them to call you and just say, man fuck all the small shit i understand we didn't see eye to eye on this or i might have rubbed you the wrong way just an apology man would be would just take y'all's relationship that much further and i'm pretty sure it would help out so much for just even people that around y'all that know that knew you guys were beefing or that didn't that knew you guys didn't see eye to eye the last time you guys talking you hadn't talked in years for people around you to just see that love and that genuine respect for one another to be able to say, man, they squash that shit. We can too, and it be some of the smallest shit, man. That we we stop fucking with each other for years over, just like simple shit. And 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 it's and right now we need to find ways and find common ground to ways we can just dead all the negativity and the hate that we have in our hearts for one another especially right now in this climate and in this community, just for the, like, for real, man, for the culture, we got to find ways to bridge those gaps and bring one another closer together and just say, hey, man, look, for the next generation and for the future, we got to dead that shit because for the simple fact, there are people that don't look like us out here that, are, that don't really care if we live or die, if we see the next day. So somewhere, somehow, some way, we have to see that, in order for us to see change, we have to make that change because nobody's going to lend that helping hand but us. We have to say, hey, man, look, because I have a son or I have a daughter or I have a little cousin or nephew that was just born into this world or that has been in this world for five or six years. And I don't know how this this country is going to be able to stop dividing and come together. We have to start within our communities and we have to make a way for them to so they don't have to worry about this small shit that we are creating. We are creating this these problems and we are the problem because we aren't having conversations and we aren't trying to come together to try to figure out where we differ or where we don't agree or where we 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 don't see eye to eye. That has to be a conversation and it starts right now, man. Um, I'm happy to be a part of this, this, this movement or whatever you want to call it of us bridging that gap. We have for so long, man. And, and I just want to stop what I'm saying right now and just shed light on the situation that just happened. I'm not sure if it was last night or today, a situation happened between two young, two young gentlemen, two young Kings. And it started as a fight, but it escalated to somebody dying. And that is not a way that I should have, uh, that, that should not be the end to that story. And for a long time, it's that, that's been the way things have end have between us for way too long, man. I remember a time where before picking up a gun, you were able to just use your fist to, to settle altercation. And I'm not saying that's fine, but I would rather us settle it in fisticuffs than settle it in, in senseless gun violence. That can't be the way, especially not for the way that we, we raise our kids. Like we can't just be out here trying to. Preach black excellence and saying black lives matter when we are the ones that don't even see us mattering like for the older generation. and, And it starts with them, too. Like for for a long time, it was it was a way of, oh, well, let's put on some boxing gloves and go in the backyard and handle it. But at least I get to go home to my family after I get my ass whooped. See that's the problem. We don't want to get, we don't want to take ass weapons and just say, oh well, I can go home and then I can see this dude tomorrow. And then if we want to scrap it out again, so be it. But at least I get to go home and see my family and see my kids and see my my uncles and aunts and people that I love again, rather than me saying, oh I got my ass whooped, so now I got to go pop the trunk. Whoever made popping the trunk popular and made that shit cool, bro, we gotta dead that shit now. Like, we have got to end that shit. We There's no more... From this point on, there's no more popping in the trunk. And if you're talking that, you're talking crazy, bro. I don't want to talk with you. I don't want to kick you with you. I don't want to skate with you. In the words of T.I., man. For real, man, we have got to spread more positivity, man. Like, And that's the whole reason why I ever started this podcast is because I see a lot of shit going on and don't see enough people talking about it. Not saying I don't see anybody talking about it, but I I have not seen another, enough people talking about it. Social media in person, just like when we have conversations, man, it's a whole lot of negative bullshit. Shit that don't even matter. He say, she says shit, he slept with her baby daddy and he stunted on, man, just like, for real, bro, like, I'm, I'm getting sick of this shit. That's like part of the reason why I, why I even left social media to begin with, because I needed to take a step back from the shit that I was seeing. The shit is poison, man. It's fucking us up. We gotta step back from that shit, bro. We gotta recalibrate, recalibrate and and understand that when you allow something to just take over and you're not even like controlling your own mind anymore it gets to a point to where it's it's really sickening and i i couldn't deal with the shit anymore so so that's why i started this podcast and that's why every episode the la my last closing moments will be me speaking to y'all like raw and uncut unfiltered like i'm not going Hold my tone and I'm not gonna hold back none of the shit I say because we gotta check us first. I'm tired of seeing other people check us and tell us what we need to be doing when we already know what we need to be doing. We just don't do the shit. So from this point forward, like this podcast is gonna be for that. Like I'm gonna give y'all the music, I'm gonna give y'all the sports, and I'm gonna talk my shit, but I'm gonna talk my shit in a way that we can understand and we get so we get to the bottom of what the real problem is. Because there are really big problems in our community that we are not addressing, man. And that's why I want to bring people on this on this show, man, to talk about those things, because if I don't know the answers, I will find the answers for y'all. I will. I will link with people that know the answers. I'll travel to try to find the answers, but we will get the answers nonetheless. And we're going to get them here, man. So, again, man, I just want to shout out Nipsey, shout out Pooh, and just, man, just just blessings to their family. And just blessing to everybody that, that was around them. And just a huge shout-out to the community, the way that got behind Nipsey, man. I just seen so many different faces from so many places just, just band together and just say, man, look, this is where it starts. And I'm so happy to see that, man. It, it really makes me emotional, just the things that I've been seeing here lately. Yeah, there have been people trying to bring this moment down and trying to make this moment about them. But when you see some shit for a bigger a bigger picture and see it see it from a different a different view and a different perspective and just understand that it's bigger than me, like Nipsey, man he knew that this shit was bigger than us, bigger than him. So man yeah like, this is this is where I start on my journey to making sure that we bridge those gaps and we get that understanding man. That's all the time I got for y'all for this episode. We out. It's love and love, as always. And y'all stay blessed and. I love y'all for listening to this, and thank you for listening. If you got this far, you are a real one, and just shout out everybody that I I, I shouted out throughout this throughout this whole episode. Hey, yeah, uh, man, that's it.